You're listening to the Level Best Network. This is the Intercot Insider Live. Episode 135. Now in our 10th year of podcasting excellence. Yeah, excellent. Excellent. Subjective. I think we're setting ourselves up for failure here. Really? Really? Okay. <laughs> the Intercot Insider Live is brought to you by Magical Journeys, Intercot's official travel agency for most of the 23 years we've been online, and the Disney Vacation Experts. Of course, now more than ever, it's important for you to support our partner, Magical Journeys. Nancy and crew, and Brittany as well, who's with us tonight. Brittany Herm. Brittany, hey, how are you? Hi. Good, hey. good. How are you? I can't point. Excellent. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. To our wait. humble. <laughs> like, where did my arms go? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no, there... that's Michael. Down I'm hoping that, yeah. This I, way? No, that corner down <laughs> kind of. Okay. You do realize this is an audio podcast. This direction. <laughs> right. <laughs> Here's your story. <laughs> All right. Uh, welcome to Brittany. Brittany is from Magical Journeys. Uh, Nancy declined. Karen declined. Neither wanted to be on camera. They didn't tell Brittany they she didn't was going to be on that. camera. I agreed, and then I was told about the camera. <laughs> so we're glad to have you along with the Thank regular you. crew tonight, uh, including Michael Montanez. Hi, everybody. And That's right. Two yeah. podcasts in a row. I know this is this is unprecedented. <laughs> yeah, wait, I can't. How do I point sideways? I'm confused. Never mind. Uh, and the entire nation of Canada, uh, I can't even say it right. Uh, Canada. Uh, oh my gosh, Jen and Carolyn, how are you? Hello, hello. We're melting. Hello. It's really hot You're, in Canada, believe it or not. And there we go. Yeah, what, how weather that, talk. That took like <laughs> so it three begins. seconds. We're in weather talk already. I know. Well, we'll go. We'll go around the horn here. Uh, Ninety-five here in uh, Hilton Head. Uh, heat indexes over one hundred. I looked. And I yep. got it in Fahrenheit just for this exact oh, conversation. Thank you. Oh, thank so was nice of you. Ninety-eight Fahrenheit. Before the humidex, and that's humi- not possible in Canada. Oh, it is. <laughs> oh, it is. <laughs> no, like it's thirty-five out of the year in Canada. Yeah, yeah, with, yeah, with the okay. humidex. I would like to be impressed. Everyone to be impressed that I did that Celsius in my. I head. am impressed, Thank actually. You. You're that's- so close to the Canadian border. We'll accept. I went to college in England. <laughs> no one understood me if I didn't figure it out. <laughs> what? So what? Wait, let's let's do the Bob and Doug math. So what? What temperature Celsius is it? About thirty-five. Okay, so double it. Is what? Double it and seventy, and add thirty. Right now, is it twenty? Twenty nine, but it feels like thirty seven. Okay, so that is roughly thirty sixty plus adding another thirty. That's around ninety degrees Fahrenheit. Is that right? Yeah, and that's an Bob and Doug math. Bob and Doug McKenzie math actually work. Double it and add thirty. It was like a hundred here in Wisconsin with the heat index this past weekend. Really. So yeah, what's the it, current temperature in Wisconsin? Um, let's see. Weather Kitty phone app. Weather oh, Kitty so phone app. She they has on her phone. Ki- they show a different kitty for. Isn't it adorable? Um, it is currently. <laughs> oh my! 
<laughs> I told you, all that's that. on my phone is like pictures of cats. It's uh, 79 feels oh. like 83. That's a balmy 79. It is, but I can also, I also have Orlando on her, and it's 77 feels like 92, and that cat is rather depressed. Oh. Well, I mean, you know, well. no cat is happy when it's 92. No. I mean, let's be real. They're in their fur coat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, another, uh, not only is Michael here for the, the second time, two podcasts in a row, but this oh, is yeah. actually. Oh, yeah, it's 91 degrees in Seattle, which is like 4,000 degrees on the face of the sun for us. <laughs> yeah just in case you were wondering uh but we've also d- doing the second podcast in the space of two weeks which is what the heck oh and by the way to our, our the folks who like to listen to the podcast on audio we are actually in the project or process of getting things uh, caught up so um i've got all but one of our past episodes transcribed and about ready to go because i've had a couple of people uh, emailing in saying, uh, you know, we like to listen to it on the car, on the way to work, on the metro or whatever. And I'm like, okay, sorry. 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 So sorry. sorry. <laughs> uh, kind of neglected that. But anyway, let's hop right into some Disney talk, shall we? We shall. We shall. Okay. Now that weather talk <laughs> is done. Um, so today, big news, Brittany. So we're going to come to you. I'm uh, on it. I know, right? Uh, so we have some resort and, and uh, updates and apparently some new resort opening dates. Is that? Yes. So what they told us today, um, they've decided to adjust the reopening dates for the Polynesian and Art of Animation due to the current environment. No idea what they're talking about. Um, <laughs> so it says... The planned reopening dates for additional Disney Resort hotels will be as follows. July 29th, Caribbean Beach. August 24th, Yacht Club. September 21st, Grand Floridian. October 4th, Polynesian. October 14th, Coronado. November 1st, Art of Animation. And then in bolded red print. Very important. Bolded red. It says Disney's Beach Club Resort and Disney's Boardwalk Inn. Um, the hotels will remain closed, though they had previously shared opening dates. Wow. They are going to keep them closed after all and um, will reevaluate their opening timeline. Wow. Oh. That's crazy. Yes. So, yeah, a lot of. So, so I understand then the resorts themselves, like the restaurants and stuff like that, are open, but the, the, you can't stay there. Because, I mean, Janet went around the other day on, like, a monorail hop, and she said, well, like, the shops were open at the Polynesian and things like that. But isn't – I'm pretty sure I would have to check the list. Polynesian villas and bungalows are open. Like, the, they've wow. been opening the villas, and this is what I don't understand and why I had my own private temper tantrum, because in, like, a week <laughs> and a half, I was supposed to have um, a main building Grand Floridian reservation – and right. they canceled it, but then they're saying, oh, you can eat at these restaurants and stuff. And I realized it's because the Grand Floridian villas are going to be open. So they're going to keep those things open for those people. I got They don't care about me, apparently. So, um, yeah, they're, that's, <laughs> I think it's because of the villas that they're keeping some things open. So where did they, where did they um, shove you? Um, <laughs> where did they push you into? Well, uh, I actually, I was doing a split stay. I was supposed to okay. be at Beach Club and the Grand okay. Floridian. 
And wow. the beach okay. beach club, they moved me to um actually I think they wanted to move me to the contemporary. I stayed there um in February and I was okay. like, What else you got? And okay. um then they said Are you not a fan? We stayed club level in February, which was great. And it was gonna be yeah. the like essentially the exact same room, but with no club level services. Okay. And I was like, eh. I mean, it, it wasn't our favorite. It was, I'm not complaining. I mean, let's get real. Okay. It was pretty nice. I'm not complaining. No. Um, no, I mean. But they said that they could get me into Riviera for okay. like, and I would get a refund. So I was like, hey, I'll try that out. And then the Grand okay. Floridian, I got moved to, so at the Riviera, I went from Beach Club to the Riviera in like a deluxe studio. And then main building, like a deluxe king club level room at the grand floridian they moved me to a one bedroom villa at boulder ridge over at wilderness lodge and i love wilderness lodge but i've never stayed in either of their villas so i was like right. i'll take it and it was again i got a, a pretty big refund so yeah. yeah i was pretty happy with that it's so pretty <clears throat> over there too it's like your it own little forest neighborhood i know and i'm interested to see if um we well i don't know we're gonna see what's gonna happen in um being that it's going to be august but um we whenever we've stayed there we've run on the trail between wilderness lodge and fort wilderness i'm curious to see if they're going to make us wear masks like if nobody's around right you know, i mean it's, it's a public you mean outdoors. area outdoors in a public air so, yeah but like if yeah. you're completely alone i, I don't know I'll, i'm curious i'll see i guess no i did it's that's one of those things like i'm i just i have a i have an issue with that because i live near the beach right and for a while you know like the, you know they have the mass mandates and all that stuff and it's like well i've seen people wearing them on the beach and i'm like okay i'm not anywhere near you i'm properly socially distanced i'm outdoor there's a breeze I, I just don't see it. So, I, I mean, I can, like you, I kind of wonder whether they'll make you do that. Especially, like, I mean, well, what if you want to exercise? What if you want to run? What if you want to do stuff? Right. I mean, how does that work? I mean, if it's, like, 6 o'clock in the morning before it gets super, super hot, like, I mean, there's not going to be yeah. anybody out. Right. Would you, yeah. Except for the people doing the gardening or whatever. You know, like, are, are you going to care? I don't know. I mean, I'll obviously yeah. bring it with me, and I, we'll see right. where that goes. Yeah. Most I mean, people will hear the jog just have a mask with them and they'll put it on if they're passing people, but I, people don't no normally wear the masks when they exercise. But no, just if you see a group of people coming toward mm -hmm. you. Whatever. I don't know. I would walk six feet off the path just to, yeah. <laughs> just to avoid, <laughs> avoid putting a mask like on. The flag. I do that anyway. So <laughs> I did that before COVID and just stay, stay clear of people. Well, you Get can't do that here because if you walk six feet from people, you're in the middle of the street. This is why. <laughs> well, there, there is that problem. And yeah. So, I mean, it, it, uh, not to go off the COVID bandwagon, but uh, so you're when you're in the streets and outdoors in Seattle and stuff, like people are wearing it outdoors yes. and stuff like that. Okay. The only time I see people that are not, not in a major it, city. So, like, I don't know what's going if on. If they're there. in. So I had going today, I had to go to the office for the first time, which is downtown, middle of downtown. And yes. I didn't see one person without a mask on. Really? Outdoors, huh? there. Yeah. Yeah. So and it's it's pretty, is it pretty crowded there? Uh, no, because everything's closed. But still, like when you're, I would, I, because it was so dead, I was like, screw it. I'm just going to take the train back up to my neighborhood. Yep. And I was the only person on the platform. And when I got on the train, there was maybe six people 
yeah. in my car and everyone had their masks on. So, yeah. I work in I downtown you. Toronto and I would say it's 50-50 if people are wearing masks on the street. But it's mandatory if you go on transit. It's mandatory when you right. go into a building. Right. Um, yeah. right. That's but the on the street, here. it's just kind of 50-50. Some people wear them. Some people don't. I was going to, I'm not going to hand, there's, there's too many homeless people in my neighborhood. So I'm, there's too many people that are like living on the streets. Like I just, unfortunately they don't have the healthcare. So I, why I'm not, right. it doesn't hurt me at so all. You're, you're, wearing the, you're wearing the mask. I so I got you. I'm not imposing right. that on anybody, but I'm also not going to, I'm going to try not to breathe their air. No, I didn't. <laughs> my other, my other job, I'm working in a lab. I'm working in a lab. Um, actually right. what, Nancy used to do before she started yeah. medical journeys. Um, yep. Small world that just happens to be what I do as well. Um, medical laboratory scientist. So obviously working in healthcare right now, it's all masks okay. all the time. You know, you're taking your temp at the door and right. saying, right. no, I don't have diarrhea or runny nose today. <laughs> and yes, I can come to work. And hey, then the mask. Put and diarrhea, put the toilet flush. <laughs> Oh, you missed oh, it. Oh, that man, might be the first on. time we've said diarrhea on this podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. It only took a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, there we go. Oh, that's some, like, <laughs> that's long toilet. Yeah, I, know. Right. I think oh, some on. kind of flew ahead of time, like a cue, so you could have been yeah. ready with it. Yeah, Brittany, Brittany set up the toilet alarm. That's good. <laughs> wow. On her first podcast. Nancy just said, yay, lab. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Here we go. There we go. Yes. Thanks, Nancy. <laughs> there we go. Anyway, so you're talking about temperature screening, which provides the perfect segue because uh, uh, apparently, yeah, what? This is <laughs> magical. magical. Oh, well, temp, temp screening apparently is now required at table service restaurants at Walt Disney World Hotels. Uh, we have so. to do that here. I thought everyone had to do that. Temperature screening? Yeah. They really? Do no. Yeah, even like oh to get gosh. a haircut, they have to check your temperature. Oh, my god! I think no. that's mandated. Maybe it is in your state. It's We don't have that here unless it's like manda mandated by individual establishments. But I was hmm. wondering, because I know they're doing that for you to get into the Disney parks, but I haven't read anything official on if they're doing that to get onto the magical express or like you said, if you're, you know, you're local or something, you're getting to driving to the hotel, you would have no screening whatsoever to go in there. All right. I've seen a couple of YouTube people that I follow just cause they're cute and they just walked on. Did they, they, they did. They went to eat at a, a restaurant and they just like walked right into the resort and they even commented and said, Nobody checked our temperature. Are we supposed to just walk in? And was like, yeah. So they're not doing it prior to going there. Quite a few things since they reopened, like what two weeks ago now. Yeah, yeah. It, they're it like, like, you know, like with the you have to be sitting in order to eat, and it sounds like they're kind of feeling things out as they go. Yeah. Well, you well, know, I wonder if they haven't had more reported people coming down with this crazy virus, and then because they would get notified, right? If people that are at the park, because then you have to say, hey, where have you been? If you're positive today, oh, I was just at Disney World last week. You know what I mean? So they would have probably get a report from the state. I'm curious if they're doing contact tracing. I mean, that's obviously very high level contact tracing. I was under the impression things are so bad right now, actually, in our country that it's like 
who know you know if a lot of places right. don't have mask requirements it's like where have you been well i went to this store in this restaurant and you know a whole list of places um i'm curious yeah if they're i suppose if they reported where they were they would be notified but there's probably not really an obligation you're just on the yeah, honor system yeah i think that's that's pretty much what it is and quite frankly i know that restaurants <laughs> up here when we go in before they seat you they take your name your phone number and your address yeah they do that here too exactly not then, here. I guess, so then if somebody said like oh i was at that restaurant they can call everybody who was at the restaurant at the same time yeah oh, the, the day i'm not i'm not doing that nope nope <laughs> <laughs> no way I'm giving my name and phone number and all that if I want to go get a pizza. Get, like coupons or I, something. I, I, I'm just going to do takeout then at that point. Coupons? Right. If they give coupons. me a coupon, I might be willing to do it. <laughs> get on their mailing list. free appetizer if you give your name and phone number. A coupon. Get, Anything for a coupon. 10% off your meal. <laughs> so, they're, so they're checking temperatures now if you want to go for a sit-down restaurant. Yes, and before going in the theme parks. And right? before going to theme parks, do you, if I just want to go for a nice hotel stay, I wonder if they'll just do it like I'm checking in at my hotel. Maybe okay. they do it if you're checking in. Like, if, I haven't seen that they do that, but... That wouldn't shock me. Unless you're, like you're unless you're doing it frequently, training. what's the what's the good? Like if you're not checking yeah. people as they come in the door, I mean, you could potentially have contact with somebody in the park who started as asymptomatic during the day and then started running a fever, and then you're back at the and hotel. Then I came and back if they don't to the check hotel, you again, yeah. and then you have no idea. So well, the that's point being, ultimately, kind of like, the problem, right? Well, and yeah, that, well, I, I'm pretty sure. Um, that at Universal, at least initially, they were saying they were going to give you a wristband for the day, saying that you had your temperature checked. Right. But so, you could, so that you're but, not being checked, you know, 50 times. times if, you, yeah. if you go right. into, you know, the restaurant, the hotel, the theme park, the transportation, everything like that. My, um, my, only, my only point, Brittany, is that kind of, in, and unfortunately, I've traveled enough over the last, I don't know, three and a half years being a remote worker for a company in Washington, D.C., so I, I, on average, at least twice a month for like the last three and a half years up until March. And I've had the unhappy experience of getting sick a, n a number of times while I've been traveling. Mm -hmm. so my only point was that kind of there, there were days where I started out the day. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm feeling OK. OK. All right. right. And then by afternoon, mid afternoon, it's like, oh, something's going wrong here. And right. like I started feeling lousy. And obviously then. I could be spreading it to everyone right. I'm around or, you know, I was sick and it just suddenly I mean, came Yeah, that, that is a good point. And I don't know how you deal why with you that. Maybe want to, you do want to be checking people throughout the day, that's, but that's another difference between um, yeah, I don't know. how Disney and Universal are handling, handling that. Like at Disney, yeah. um, you're, you know, you're kind of screened with everybody in your party. And if somebody in your room right. is, has a fever, none of you can go in. Assuming oh, that no. you've been exposed yeah. because you've oh, been really? with them. Hmm. Hmm. Was not aware of that. I but. wonder if they're still letting like big parties because here you can't have more than four people at it. They don't do parties bigger than four. I it's think weird. up here we are 50 now. 
No, I mean eating in a in, restaurant. In a restaurant, like restaurant. this table can't oh. be. So you can't have more than four people at your table. Maybe it? it's. I don't know if it's four or five. Five would make sense because you could still do five out of four. But yeah, there's some rule I don't remember. Hmm. I, don't, I don't go out to eat with four people, so I wouldn't even know. But crazy. Um, Michael on yes. the download just sent me a I did. of restaurants that are open. This just in. Closed. Wait. Wait oh, Here's what? what restaurants Wait. will be closed at Walt what, Disney. What was that? I'm sorry. Okay. Closed. This just closed theme park restaurants. And there's oh my a million. God, there's a million. Name a restaurant. I'll tell you if it's closed. In the Hawker shoes. Which where do you where? get the I, yummy closed. pork at Animal Kingdom? Flame Tree Barbecue. Flame Tree Grill. Uh, Animal Kingdom. That's not on it. Nope. No, that's you open. Can, you can eat there. Oh, good. Via Napoli. We'll be happy. Via Napoli. That's at Epcot. You can eat there. It okay, is then open. I'm good. That's all. <laughs> that's all that, that matters. Like I, I seriously cannot believe this list. There's probably Just thirty. Start naming some of them. Okay. Well, Magic Kingdom. I don't even know where you would be able to eat. Yeah, this is Tony's. Give, Aunt Polly's on Tom Sawyer Island closed. Casey's Corner closed. Right. Cheshire Cafe, right. Cinderella's Royal Table, Columbia Harbor House, Cool yeah. Ship in Tomorrowland, the Crystal Palace, the Diamond Horseshoe, the Friars Nook, Gaston's Tavern, Golden Oak Outpost, the Lunching Pad, Plaza Ice Cream Parlor, Prince Eric's Village Market, Tomorrowland Terrace, Tortuga Tavern, which is always closed, Westward Ho. Liberty Tree that? Tavern? That's no, open. that wasn't on there. That's the one place you, that's where you can go in Magic Kingdom. There you go. Uh, I, actually, I usually like going to the Columbia Harbor House. Yeah, and me get, too. Get the, and then go sitting upstairs, yeah. you know? And yeah. It sounds like they're mostly quick service. But there are oh, a bunch you know on what? that list that are closed already. The, like, there's a lot closed, like bloody world showcases. Well, because they don't have any of their foreign. That's true. Yes. They're, but they, but they also have food and wine right now, too. Oh yeah, that's true. You so, what are they called? The people that the, foreign ambassadors or right. whatever, whatever they call them. Yeah, that program is done. Yeah, so the basically none of the restaurants in World Showcase. Well, I think are they open. have they have Americans working. I thought them. yeah, right. that's what I had heard that they were going to be putting Americans. In. Yeah, but like in Japan, Tapan Ito, Tokyo Dining, and Takumi are all closed. That's all the restaurants in Japan. The only thing open is the beer cart. And the um <laughs> that's all you need. <laughs> you know, what's the saying. quick service that's like up at the top of the steps? What the sushi place? No, the quick service oh. place. To the left. Oh. I never go there. Uh, I like chicken fingers. <gasps> yes. They have the best udon. I don't even I don't know, even what, know that what, is. what that is. Yeah, it's a noodle. Them. You'll like it. Oh, I like noodles. That's probably open. Is there scary stuff hiding in this noodle? No, I've gotten the uh, <laughs> tempura chicken and the beef udon. It's you don't have like squid or octopus or okay. or shrimp. We don't do shrimp. I yeah, don't. I'm. I, it's you can order fishy. What, we don't want fishy. And no, I don't you want can, like you can get it without fish. Like oh, this is the leaf from the. Binga binga tree. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I think it's essentially a Japanese version of chicken noodle soup. But you know, it's I like in a broth. Yeah, noodles, okay. but the noodles are great. I highly the recommend. The noodles it. are very thick. It's really yes. good. Um, Nancy so, says it used to be Yakitori House. Oh yes, sorry. That's not what it is now, Nancy. I, I'm 
By the way, I, I agree with uh, Nancy that Columbia Harbor House has great tuna fish. This is true. Is like, that, like, walk-up window? N- no, that's the what? Which? Oh, that's in oh. America. Oh, sorry. It was, that's Epcot, yeah, right? Yeah, it was t- Columbia Harbor House. No, that's in uh, Magic Kingdom. Uh, right next to um, across uh, from the, Haunted, Haunted Mansion. Mansion. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Right there. I've, I've, no, seen, but, I've had chowder there, I think, and it was really good. Nancy is correct. Like I never thought I would go to a theme park and and actually go get a tuna fish sandwich. It just doesn't okay, seem like on it? summer. What's on and, it? Is it like a cheese mayonnaise. slice and some tuna no, fish on mayonnaise and lettuce? Yeah, mayonnaise, lettuce, tomato, tuna fish. Doesn't sound refreshing. Like a, it actually is good. I agree with her. Like I, and again, I didn't see myself craving that, but anyway. So is the you're correct, drink place in the Mexican Pavilion open, which the name is slipping me at the moment? The, the oh, uh, La Cava, La Cava del Tequila. Is that open? That's open. Thank you. That's not really okay. a food place. Well, <laughs> chips and salsa. Be a meal. I'm saying you can eat it with a spoon. Four hundred dollar tequila. It's open. Yeah. Look, I'm I'm just saying. The other day, I went into Walmart around here. And uh, they did not have Coke Zero Sugar in there. And I almost lost it. I was like, COVID, you've taken a lot of things, but not my Coke Zero. Can I say that there is a cream soda shortage up here? I don't know, Carolyn. There's There's a cream soda shortage. I've been looking for months. My son drinks cream soda. I can't find it. I love cream we closed soda. that down at the border as a punishment. I <laughs> You're hoarding the cream soda. <laughs> Please. Please give us back our cream soda. I almost did a spit take. Like, what's the brand of cream soda that Crush, you really Crush like? or Barks? Barks Crush. is like the. That's like Bar- the white one. That one's soda. actually really good. No, I like the pink. The pink like cream it. soda. Rosy red pink. There's like okay. fresh orange. <laughs> the fresh I was going to say, is this one of the tangents we were discussing? Yeah, yeah. yeah look Completely. at this trash this, drink I'm drinking. Just, it's off-brand Gatorade. Kirkland. <laughs> Kirkland Sport. Oh, my gosh. That is... I, I'm nice. not sure about that. At least it's not in a bag. <laughs> it's actually in a bottle. Yeah, Do you bags. handle putting the cap back on? Like, is that too stressful? You know, like you can't put the little the bag in the slit. It's too much work. <laughs> I need scissors. I we used to have no. You know what? Because we were talking about the milk bags before. Okay, so uh, in Canada, apparently, and also, by the way, in the Northeast, at some of the dairy, like we had a dairy near our house. We lived in uh, Lansdale, Pennsylvania, and there was Mary Mead Farms, Mary Mead and Freddie Hill. Shout out to both. Um, and they would produce their milk at, and put it in plastic bags, which is exactly what apparently is All right, the norm. I'm going to get it. Yeah, go get no, it. But wait, wait. All we but have in a- Canada. But there, but the really? bottom line was not only that we, they used to have juice packs in plastic bags. Oh, like with little straws. Oh, really? And, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, of, like, like Capri like, Sun, those things. Yeah, but it was like the milk bags oh, only like scaled down with all different juice flavors. Really? And you put your little straw in. <laughs> all right, here we go. Here's no, show, show and tell. Show and Sorry tell. for the audio what listener. You, you go to the grocery store. I'll describe it, and you get a bag. Right. And it says on the outside bag. of it, like, 2% right. or 1%. Or as the Canadians say, instead of whole milk, we call it homo milk. <laughs> That's 
for real the name of that's homogenized which is shortened to homo milk inside that bag is three (laughs) of these you get three no comments they're good solid bags you're not going to pop any they're good solid then you take it home you put it in the jug and you have to go bang 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 to get it right. to sit down in the bottom yep you snip, snip the, corner, the corner right and then you can pour right. i still don't believe you don't have the slit though to be able to make bag down into to close the bag because now have made it open, open, it, it, i promise you can handle that yeah but you can handle it open in the you can fridge. do it i have faith in you the it milk just stays is open, open. It's like going like a tiny bad. little hole. It's yeah, going, but it's in it's the like, fridge. Like not putting the lid on it though. No, that's not good. I've never I ever thought about having a Carolyn's like hole. If you put it like put it on there. So what you would do is you would take like like I'm a little clip, like like yeah. a. Yeah. No, I would okay, not. For do the people that. at home, I have like a little binder clip. This is this is what John. That's what I do. No, but no, there's a slit in the front. You just, like, if you were to take an X-Acto knife and cut out, like, about... Oh, and then you just pull it down here? And it Right yeah. into the front oh. of the yeah. jug. Yeah, like that. And it keeps it closed. I've you guys never can make seen a that mint in my up life. There. Like, Seriously. it'll be revolutionary <laughs> milk container. Between that and if you could figure out the, the recipe for cream soda, we like Canadian millionaires. <laughs> Meanwhile... You get one of those somebody, little Dremel tools and you just go... That's right. it. That's what I said. I'm going to have to go on a quick trip and take a picture of this for you guys. Like, you cannot even fathom that our bagged milk pitchers have, like, a three-quarter inch slit in the front. I've never seen that. Three-quarter inch. Right? Okay. Mind blown by the... When the border opens, I will go buy one. Seriously, like, next time you're at Disney World, we're going to require that you get a new (laughs) milk jug. Oh, right. Obviously, Canada hasn't gone. Mine also has route. like these nifty little holes here. Yeah, that you can your... buy a fancy little bag slicer thing that you can stick in there. But we lost ours long ago. <laughs> yes, they would make a good water balloon fight. You know what else these are really good for? Is when you're done with the bag of milk, cut the top off, right? And you can use it as a dog poop bag. See, recycle, reduce, reuse, reuse recycle. There right. you go. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. All right, I gotta go put my milk away before <laughs> exactly. Go put away your homo milk. I know it's like a hundred Fahrenheit up here. <laughs> so yeah. Great. Thanks for the dog poop mention as well. Goodness. No, see you you see, guys could really go into business now, you know, and now you just need like a uh like a printer, you know, like one of those uh <laughs> like a three D printer. Three D printers. <laughs> and you can you can go Make our business. own, Carolyn. I'm telling you, just Etsy go up, store. buy a bunch of them and sell them for double the price of the normal <laughs> milk thing. It would be fantastic. Bedazzled milk, milk containers. Yeah. <laughs> we'll I'm glue glitter you. on it. It'll be great. And now shipping to Canada. <laughs> um, so, okay, uh, back to Disney. Back to Disney. Well, or back to stuff. Okay. So, um, all right. So, uh, no current. Epcot monorail service. Are you guys aware of that? Epcot monorail is not running. I guess no. they don't want park hopping and stuff like that. No, and oh, there's yeah, really no works. point to needing that if there's no park hopping because why would you park at the transfer? Wait, so what's well, the I guess the resorts are closed. The Polynesian villas right. or they like tower or or the contemporary. Contemporary. Yeah, any of those. That's how 
those people get there. Most of the time. And that's one of the perks of staying there, right? You're a monorail resort. But Mm -hmm. hey, no thanks. We're going to shut that down. So you have to take a bus. I I will be skylinering there from Riviera. Right. Oh, yeah. Worth it. That's like my favorite thing in the world. It is until until you get stopped for 10 minutes at the highest point by yourself. And it's like really windy. You're less thrilled about it then, but I survived. <laughs> I pulled bad. through. I pulled through. You made it. Way to go. Yeah, if I was by myself, that would that would be. It was a little scary. freaky. Did you get to open the emergency kit? You know, I texted my husband because <laughs> I had gone. I, there a day I, do I went there a day ahead of my husband so that I could like film some stuff. Um, and the second it stopped, I texted him, and this was like a week after those people were stuck for like three, four hours. And I said, "I've been stopped for a minute. Yep. Do you think it's time I break into the emergency <laughs> kit?" And he's like, "I think they require you to be stopped for at least three minutes before you get to that point." So I did not. I did not. If I got stuck, the minute I would open that, and I would start my journal entry with the paper. <laughs> the start writing your will and testament. Dear diary. <laughs> I've been stuck in the Skyliner for 23 Dearest minutes. Michael, it has been three I would. Minutes. <laughs> it really does last forever and you die. There's a detailed account. If I don't make it back. <laughs> Tell the children. I fought hard and love them. Right. And you die of dysentery. I could leave so much for the world. Uh, With your Skyliner diary? The Skyliner diary. They find this working corpse when it finally pulls into the station with a note pinned to your shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's good Um, good stuff. Speaking of stuff that's also closed, so okay, Scott Monorail. Yes. Splash Mountain has been having a dickens of a time the last few days. They drained it. Yeah, it's drained. Yeah, they so okay. So it, it, this isn't like for renovating. No, no, not for like renovating into the princess, princess and the frog, frog thingy. No, 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 no. So, um, yesterday it was closed. Yesterday, late yesterday, and okay. then it just went down again today, and they drained it. Yeah, so something's wrong. Something is very Some, not good. Something is terribly wrong. And then. The Tomorrowland Transit Authority Wedway People Mover nonstop. Yes. Now departing Rocket Tower oh. Plaza for a round trip Super well, Skyway I, tour. Wait, wait. Um, I, I that. I that. Okay. <laughs> you want to bring that up? Okay. No, sorry. Right. Go ahead. Just... There, you, there go. you go. Tomorrowland Transit Authority <laughs> Metroliner nonstop. Now departing Rocket Tower Plaza Station for a round trip Super Skyway tour. <laughs> Welcome aboard. Welcome aboard, TTA travelers. Whether you're a humanoid, a robot, or an alien passenger, we hope you enjoy your trip along Tomorrowland Transit Authority's Super Skyway. Um, yes, that. <laughs> yeah, that was came down. I'm pretty It wasn't open in March. It, it was down back right. in March when I was there. It is still down. Really? I said extensive up. Renault. <gasps> oh, and I don't know if it's a reno or if it's it. just like, oh my gosh, it's so so broken. We need to. They're just taking advantage of the fact that they have like twenty five people in the park at a time, so they're like, yeah. Good luck. That's like so I, I don't know about you all, but I, I, I did. I did notice with increasing frequency, at least um, through my travels there up until March, that it, they were having problems with it. 
-hmm. Like I noticed it was down a lot more. I saw more walk-offs from that ride than I had seen probably in the last five, 10 years combined in that time, like in the last six to 12 months. So it just seemed like maybe there was some stuff going on that needed to be addressed. Well, and the same with Splash Mountain. Didn't weren't yeah. they having like it was leaking or something? Well, they had for a while. They had boulders that were falling down in the queue area where they had the nets up and stuff. Remember? I'm that? sure it's fine if they don't fix that hippo's <laughs> blinking eye on Small World, guys. Oh I can't God. take it. <laughs> I cannot take it. The, I have been looking at that thing for years. What's it doing? It's supposed to wink, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's... <laughs> I mean, I can't. And like, they've been closed for months, and you're telling me you you can socially distance and fix that. Don't tell me it takes more than one person to fix it. I'll fix it like if the... you let me. <laughs> or leave them both open. Get I don't it. care. What is he? So his eyes are supposed to go at the same speed. Generally, that's how it works. I thought he was like, winking. winking at you. I like, just hey, thought he was winking. Well, like, hey. one, the one closes all the way, and the other closes like halfway. Uh, I can't even do that. I'm trying to do it. has a lazy eye, much like somebody else on this podcast. It's me, okay, everybody? (laughs) (laughs) It has been my thing. As soon as they announced Disney was closing, I was like, thank God they're going to fix the hippo's eye. (laughs) Right. And then as soon as as they reopened, you know, somebody put a... uh, you know, filmed the video of them on the ride, and my husband's like, "Bad news about the hippo's eye," and he sent me a screenshot. I was like, "No." <laughs> well, it's kind of like the hula girl that was gone for years. Just That's there true. was the the spot there that it was supposed to be, and then finally it came back. And now I wouldn't even be just surprised if it's not working again. <laughs> well, so, I, like- I say every man for himself. Let the rocks fall. I don't care. Fix the eye. Fix the, the eye. Wonky eye. Yeah, because that wouldn't even, I mean, how many hours could that take? Two right. hours? Like, what do they just need to, like, maybe Drop there's a open. little screw that needs to be tightened or something. Like, I don't like, know. Just leave them open all the time. I don't care. <laughs> just disconnect yeah, well, that little spring. <laughs> I mean, it, it is something. So, let get on that. Yeah, get on that, Disney. I keep asking Nancy if she has the authority to do, like, <laughs> I, ask, I ask a lot of her. I'll be like, don't okay. you know who I am? <laughs> yeah, like I don't suppose you can do something about the hippo's eye, or like on Splash Mountain, Ooh. the turtle that's being sprayed by the water, and half the time there's no water, so it's just like sitting there on a pole. <laughs> like, oh yeah, that's Man. right. <laughs> it's just a clear <laughs> pole, and it's hovering. Nancy says, "WD forty." There you go. Fixed it. Fixed a little it. straw. Fixed, fixed it for you. Um, okay. In While we're still, on the topic of rides that are... Stuff that's not working? Yeah. Um, Primeval okay. Whirl is... Finished. Done. Done. And Kaput. done. And done. I, I know that this is the beginning of the end of Dinosaur Land. I'm telling you right now. You think? Oh, yeah. What are they going to... There's like hardly any rides. Like, no. I know, which is the perfect place to put something that's cool. Yeah, well, so the Donald Dino Bash has to go. Pizza Fari was wow. also on that, that list was... of restaurants that are closed. That was the only other thing. Um, so, the ride vehicles have even been taken off the track now. Right. So we didn't we talk about this a little bit last podcast? I think we did. But I think we thought the, it was coming, yeah. the, the scoop is that basically the company that made 
the ride is no longer in business. So Disney oh. is having to has been having to manufacture Pardon. the replacement parts for that ride, and apparently it's a pain in the rear. Isn't there a similar ride at Disneyland, like Goofy's? Yeah. Aviation Academy or something. I can't. I feel like why people know that ride style is like in every theme park. Everywhere, like a wild dinosaur sticker on it and move on. Mouse chair. Okay, so the the story behind uh, Dino Land, Chester and Hester's Dino Land, or whatever, is that it's supposed to be um, like a roadside attraction. That's why it's there, and that's why there's. But do you think it was like, oh, we don't have enough games. rides? Guess we'll throw up these like kind of. Well, they, there rides. is like a whole actual story and lore, and if you look into it, and in some of the restaurants, sure. you can find a picture of Chester and Hester, and there's bulletin boards in the park that kind of explain why this thing is here. There is actually well, like a story behind they, it, but for the casual visitors, just going to walk in and be like, okay, this nobody is, gets it doesn't it. fall fair. Well, and I always feel bad for those poor carnival. Guys that have to oh stand God. there and be like, "Come throw a ball and win a and stuff." Nine thousand like, degrees. I feel bad because yeah. nobody's ever there. The well, the I mean, the bottom the line, spin thing is fine yeah. for kids. Whatever, right. that's fine. Well, but yeah, they need other bad. dinosaur-y things. But do you remember when it was when dinosaur was countdown to extinction? Yeah, and that was, sure. you know, I was thinking about this. One of their original um, animals was a dragon. Which seems closer oh, yeah, to yeah. a right. dinosaur yeah, yeah, yeah. than yeah. Right. the other animals there, I guess. I don't. Is that they're like? That's how they're bringing they were, a dragon kind of thing. And I'm not sure. No, they were supposed to have a whole other. There was a whole other area of the park. Going to be the, about the mythical creature, yeah. Area That's that right. just never got built. Yep. I don't know, like that that whole parking lot area. They, you could maybe fit like a building. Carol, in what about the? Maybe they're making room for the excavator. What's that? That was the roller coaster that was supposed to be Ooh. there. Do you really think there they're going to spend any money right now? Yes. No, they're not. No, it's not the time. No, but that was what was supposed to be there. But the whole Chester and Hester thing, at least at the opening of Animal Kingdom, there was the dig site, which that was part of the dinorama. You'd go, you'd, you'd dig for bones every morning, and they'd cover them up, and kids would go in and do that. And then you'd have your roadside tchotchkes, which were built right outside of the real attraction, which was, you know, Countdown to Extinction. So it was are supposed those, to be Are kind those of roadside like, attractions that you mentioned? Um, yeah. You know, where you're squirting the gun? I have to, okay, quick yeah. tangent of my own. I always expect them to, like, be like very bad carnival workers and say bad things about my mom and ask if they can guess my weight when I like walk through. But anyway, um, they're Disney said they were not going to have um, like high touch things in use. I haven't even, I mean, probably because nobody cares, but I haven't read, are they keeping those open right now for, you know, that's gotta be a big germ fest, little kids, grubby hands. Uh, yeah. And, yeah, probably not. Point. Yeah. It's probably closed and the, the playground and everything that's there. They yeah, probably saw the cast members standing <laughs> There, that's their whole job anything. is to stand there we're, and be like we're sorry folks yeah, is closed <laughs> moose out front should have told you Dino, like Dino bash has to end the bash is over yeah Stephanie's comment I'll literally drop $25 for the kids to play the carnival games because I feel bad for those cast members I know, right? and that then you have to bring home an enormous them. like stuffed bear or something I know like, carrying around fly. how are we going to get that yeah. <laughs> Just another thing you're going to forget in the hotel room. 
I have another little tangent. Okay. So I was watching a show on that Apple TV, whatever. They have their own shows called For All Mankind. And I was like, oh, that's pretty good. It's like if Russia made it to the moon before America and whatever. And I'm like, that voice really sounds familiar. And then I realized one of the characters on the show is Dr. Seeker from Countdown. (laughs) Seeker. I was like, why does that voice sound familiar? And it was him. You know that um, people have, like, bugged him on Twitter and stuff, being like, oh, my God, Dr. Seeker. And he had trouble remembering what the heck they were talking about. Carolyn, we've talked about this on the podcast. Have we? I I met him personally at CES one year, and I was like, Seeker. What's up, Doctor Seeker from from Countdown yeah. to Extinction? He's like, what? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And he goes, literally, I was like in and out. That was like a, a two hour thing, well, and I was done. It's left an impression on all of yeah. us, millions <laughs> of us. He was actually a, a very, very kind about it, but yeah, he had very little recollection at CES. Well, you can watch um, him on For All Mankind on yeah. Apple. TV, well, he's been on a lot of stuff. He used to be on Veronica's Closet. That was, yep. I think, his first. Yes. I I drank a. I was in a bar in Hollywood next to him, and we <laughs> chatted once, really drunk. That's my very nice guy. Like like he was really nice. He was totally nice, and he was yeah, really yeah. funny. No, he he just stood there and talked to me for. Did five he have minutes. his dinosaur hand puppet? <laughs> I think no, that no, 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 was probably pre. <laughs> Dinosaur. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So that no. Okay. Is, that is another thing going bye-bye in the long list of things going bye-bye. Um, oh, I God. can't remember if we talked about this, if it was known on our last podcast or not. <clears throat> but I don't know. Spaceship Earth is... Did yeah, we talk we about the things that yeah. are that not that they're, Well, Did you guys mention that they're like... Holding off on the construction. Yeah, that, that's the whole thing. That yeah, the the big Rena that was supposed to happen. <laughs> it was just like, ah, just open it up. It's good no, enough. Mary Poppins. Oh, right. no. oh Ratatouille. Yeah, we did. We okay. Did they say for sure no Ratatouille? I heard no Mary Poppins. Wait, no I Ratatouille, Ratatouille was coming because done. it's almost it's ready. Yeah, to that go. was. Okay. I, d- I did the tour of that, so I, I wrote yeah, that I when I was at Disneyland Paris. Actually, yeah, me too. It was, oh, no, maybe was, the with restaurant. my eyes closed the whole time because I get motion sick. But what I saw was great. Well, <laughs> when, we did a hard hat tour of it. So, I mean, it was literally almost done. Um, so was that'll be, okay. that'll be on hold. There's something over there that's on hold. I don't remember. I know that the space restaurant's on hold. But we oh, talked yeah, about is it? That was on hold for a while anyways. Still on I was hold. curious how many they're going to have to hold off like they did after 9-11 and Art of Animation then, you know, supposed to be Right. Yeah, we're we're predicting a lot. Actually, I think like two or three of our last th- podcasts talk about some of this stuff in some way, shape or form about the effects of, you know, how long uh, they're going to be and how much money is being lost per day. It's it's crazy. Um, um, but, but yeah. Not at Disney, but speaking of things that are going bye-bye, Halloween Horror Nights at Universal is canceled. Both coasts. Both coasts canceled. Both coasts? Okay, well, that's not unexpected, though. And obviously at Disney, the Halloween party, too. Yeah. And they canceled the Wine and Dine Half Marathon. 
Oh, the marathons. That was a big one. Well, that's another one. Yep. That now turned into a virtual event. They're figuring out how to refund people and all that. The best is that. So my husband and I have done several Disney half marathons. And Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to do... They looked like they had some super cool virtual 5Ks. Like the medals looked really cool. Um, You know, they were... What was it? Like Mad Tea Party, Haunted Mansion. (laughs) And they sold out. How do you sell out of a virtual race? They can't, just order a certain number can't of make more. medals like, and they right. can't, like, you make, can't make more. I mean, and it sold out months before the deadline of when you had to finish. And like you finish bef- and send them your proof of time before they send you the me- Like make more. Just make more. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make hard, a whole right? lot of sense, does it? It'd Have be- they canceled all the Run Disney events for the foreseeable future, like the January ones that we normally do? Is I I have not heard that. So on the day that we were supposed to register as annual pass holders for the Disney Princess, which is in February, um, it sold out in 22 minutes. Like, you know, they allot so many uh, spots yeah. to the annual pass holders. Yep. And that sold out in 22 minutes. I'm like, okay, we'll have to do it the day of. Not a big deal. And um, th- we were on, like, two different devices. And we were put in this, like, online queue. Virtual queue. And it sold out and we didn't get a spot. And I I have never seen it like that. So I'm wondering if they're limiting, if they were limiting capacity for that. But as of right now, they're still planning on doing the Disney princess and the Disney world marathon. I mean, they just canceled Um, November's race like this week. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I'm going to make a prediction. Disney world marathon is still on there, but it's still, and everything's sold out, but it seems to me that, um, I have never seen so many people running close to each other, breathing hard, spitting. I don't know. It just seems They're, like a lot I'm, of people. That's I'm, again, I'm going to use my Kreskin Coke to predict <laughs> it will not happen. I, yeah. I'm telling you right now, it's not going to happen. They're not gonna, Disney's lawyers are not going to let the, the marathon weekend. And with how you're on. packed into the crowd. How many people run for a race? Well, they te- they always tell you like the the total number for the entire weekend, which in right. so it's split up among different races. So like mm-hmm. the Disney Princess weekend is what is it like forty thousand total the entire like for the entire it's like a five k a ten k yeah. and the half marathon. Um, that one doesn't have a full marathon, but it is. I mean, it is spread out. It's. I I was thinking about that. Like, what I do it? You're outside. But like but you're crammed in the corrals, though. right? But can't, I mean, right. you have this much time to plan. Can't you spread people out a little bit more? Like, but, but think think about how big, how much <laughs> deal space they took up. I mean, if it's, let's say you limited half the capacity, and and I mean, I've been there too, and I've run the half marathons, and they've been crowded. The five Ks, mm-hmm. the ten Ks. Um, I've been there for the full. Um, yeah, I just I I kind of given how expansive it was already for the logistics of everything, the tents, the foods, the medical, the start finish lines, all that kind of stuff. Plus all the corrals, man, they would severely have to limit capacity. And then I don't know how you would social distance that many people and make them run with masks on. That would be awful. No, there's got to be some horrible health consequences of trying to run a half marathon with a mask. Yeah, that's a long ways. I mean, just be ridiculous. So, yeah, I don't see it happening. I just don't. You know, I mean, if if they close the play pads and kids can't, you can't have like three kids jumping in the water together. How in the heck are you going to have a marathon with like 185,000 people plus the spectators? Right. And if there's no spectators, that. 
like that's part of it. You know what I mean? Right. Right. No, I, I just I, I I can't see it. I mean, even if even if we get uh, you know the va- a vaccine, um, e- even if they somehow manage to pull that rabbit out of the hat um, by the year's end, it's it's going to be. That's not enough time, though. I don't think for yeah. enough people to get it I, because exactly. No, I mean, even- I think I think Star Wars is going to be the first one. Uh, Star Wars weekend in um, April. That okay. one seems the most realistic to me okay. that they can possibly I'm go pull with, off. I'm going to agree with you on that. Yeah, somewhere around next spring, I would think they'll try it. Yeah, can't imagine. I just, I just can't imagine wanting to do that. Although I'm probably going to run a half here on Defusky Island, but they're limiting capacity and things like that. Um, so, and you have to take a ferry to get over there and the whole nine yards. So, but they said they are not going to cancel it because of the limited capacity and <clears throat> things like that. So, and the ability to, for people to stay away from each other. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not like Disney events. Right. So, yeah. Um, one thing that they did do, which I have been screaming for, for years, the Grand Floridian walkway is completed. Oh, yeah. oh and it looks so cute. Oh, that's Finally. Cute. That's a big deal. Because you they just, that, that just came stuck. out like there yesterday, like yes. really recently. When you, you think they, you think they sped it up though because of COVID, because now people are more likely to want to walk and it's safer for them to be walking outside than oh, I bet. on a monorail or a Maybe. boat. I mean they they had it planned before. Right. COVID. And they've been I know they've been working on it, but Disney takes forever to accomplish anything that never used to be that way, but now it is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I've been asking for that forever because I, I hate, because I don't it, even want to stay until closing or till the fireworks ever, because then you get crammed outside. Like, should we take the ferry or should we take but the, now the great, the great unwashed masses can go walk. Yes, I just want to the just get there. I would rather walk on my bloody stump than stand noise. still waiting for wait a till the noise. Wait till the noise complaints start coming in and they put up another guard gate like they used to have in the 70s that stopped you from going to the contemporary without showing your resort ID. Oh, yeah. Well, this says that it's, right. it's connected. It's coming back. <laughs> it's, it says it's connected to the monorail station. Yeah. So does that, so that mean work? that like you can walk to like it would be at the edge of the Grand Floridian Resort, right? So I guess you would you walk out. Think of this: you walk out of the Magic Kingdom and you turn right. You kind of go past the monorail station at the Magic Kingdom. You mm-hmm. cross over a little bridge and you go towards the Grand Floridian. I think it's just going to be close to the water. So I was going to say, be- I'm picturing it between the monorail line and the water. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think you'll be too close mm-hmm. to the building. Maybe mm-hmm. if you were really. Yeah, maybe they rerouted it. Because, I mean, originally the walk around the world was supposed to connect the resorts. And so, the, I mean, you were supposed to go. Yeah, you, you know, could, between you, all of them, probably and, branches off that'll get you yeah. like, into the buildings. But I think the main path goes right yeah. along the water, and we need to send Janet out to do that. Got that, Janet? Go take the walk. <laughs> take <laughs> the walk. Time it. We want to know how long it takes to get to the ticket. I want video. I want a POV video of walking from the Magic Kingdom to the Grand Floridian and where that path. Maybe goes. I'll do that next week. When there I'm, like, when I'm sick back. of the 
I, I'm fully going into this trip with the expectation. You know, like I said, told you guys, I wasn't supposed to be going now. We're going in October. We're supposed to be in Japan for the Olympics. And when that got next, my husband's like Crazy. Disney World. So I'm like, okay. Um, so I'm not, I, I don't feel super strongly that I have to do everything because this trip wasn't really supposed to happen. And if I don't feel safe, I'm, I'm okay with spending most of the time outside of the parks. Yeah. So well, I will spend research. my time walking from the Magic Kingdom to the Grand Floridian for you. I would awesome. also, if you're feeling so inclined and not too hot, I'd love to know how long of a walk it is to get all the way to the TTC. Yeah. From the Magic Kingdom? Oh my yeah. gosh, that's a long walk. I, I think don't you're care. I'm going to do it because I'm not, taking, I'm not standing in the lineups for the monorail. I will walk all the way back to my car. But why do you want to go to the TTC given you can't even take a monorail from there to Epcot anyway? No, because I drive to the parks. Gotcha. So you want to go to the end of the night. Up. I'm so fed up with having to just stand right. there. I can't get to my car. Can't get to my car. Can't. Yeah. That if I could just rather walk, walk it, Grand I would Floridian, take, I would Polynesian. Just do it. Yeah. I, I, I like, like you. I don't nice care walk. how tired I am. I would rather walk than stand. I That's think it's right. harder to just stand At in least place. I feel like I'm making progress. Yes. <laughs> Progress. <laughs> Progress. Progress. I see. <laughs> see. Uh, okay. Anyway. Right. So, yeah, um, where, where you are have we? a trip coming up, but you are also a travel agent. There you go. And you know about things, stuff and things. So, okay. I am an annual pass holder. Are you an annual pass holder, Brittany? I am. Okay. So, we are in the same boat. So, right now, if I could get out of Canada and go to Florida, the Hollywood Studios right now is fully booked for annual pass holders in August. So there so are. Certain- where's the value? Well, but you, <laughs> you can't are, even go. If you are staying on property, okay, then that's different. So, and they okay. did change the rules initially for us because you but- could, we were allowed to book seven days. You know, like I said, we had these two trips. And they wouldn't allow us initially to book any park reservations for our October trip. And I'm like, but I have a Disney hotel reservation for both of those. I mean, I'm using the annual pass for both. I don't have separate tickets, but I have a hotel reservation for both of those trips. And then eventually they did open it up. So maybe you may not be able to book your park reservation as an annual pass holder. But if you had a a park reservation, because they only allot so many spots for each category but if you're, uh, so like but a if you're an hotel person holder. or just like a person driving into the city and i'm going to the park today right like or if you're just a local and you're just going for the day yeah so they give preferential treatment to people who are giving them money to stay on property okay. right but but then that screws somebody like me who maybe i don't always stay on property neither does carolyn actually last time when we had our podcast meet or our, our uh no it was at the run disney January. Thing. i think you one know, person of out of the whole group was actually staying on property so, um so, i mean i can so, understand i can understand why that's frustrating i well, think as a pass holder right yes. i think they're stuck between a rock and a hard place though do you give more spots to pass holders and then people who are staying on property like well, you know they're paying no. to stay on property and they can't get in or... no i get i get that but as a pass hard. holder then if i can't book for the month of august and i have a annual pass well then why you why owe, you owe me money pass? yeah you owe me money because you have blocked me out 
And have you guys gotten, are you getting extensions on your annual pass? I know they had a couple of different options with like refunds and stuff. I took the money. You did? And I I extended. I just, I extended. Yeah, Yeah. I extended only because if I renew, then you get the renewal rate. Right. And I didn't want to have to start over as a new annual pass holder. So they're giving me up until june because that's the number of months that they were closed now that they're open i get up till june and then they are giving anybody that wants to extend a bonus 30 days Mm -hmm. so i basically my annual pass is brand new right now i have until next july that's just the timing of mine it worked out really well for us because we didn't have a trip planned from when they you know we went in february they closed in march or what you know or whatever it was so we didn't have a trip planned, so really the closure didn't affect us. So extending it made the most sense for us because we really yeah. weren't inconvenienced. Yeah. I if I feel like if the border is closed for longer, I might give them a call and be like, okay, what can you do for me? Because yeah. even if I yeah. wanted to come down, I can't. Right. If you can't physically come to our country, then... Yeah. How would but you enjoy now, I'm just keeping the extension and then... <laughs> I just didn't want to like lose the renewal rate, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, okay. So this is what, what, let's pretend that I could go to Florida. Um, The thing that weirds Mm -hmm. me out is as an annual pass holder, I'm only allowed to go certain days and, but my family has to buy park tickets. And some of the days aren't some of the days like blocked out for annual pass. Like, would it depends on what kind of annual pass you have. I have like the platinum is all that I'm allowed to get as a as a Canadian. As yeah, I think, and I'm not a Florida resident, so that's what we have as well is the platinum. Um, but I know we have pretty good availability, unless I mean everything is different now. Obviously, you know, for the last two weeks, like everything has been up in the air. So unless that changed, um, I'm wondering if if they changed their availability when they way cut back on the capacity limits. Mm -hmm. And again, would your availability be different if you had a Disney hotel reservation? Because we had no issue. Um, We got every park we wanted for both hotel stays that we have. And we have the exact same annual pass. They just announced last week that they were increasing the space for annual pass holders, probably because... For the who is going to be? I mean, there's such a significant number of people who are not going to plan an entire trip to Disney World and have to spend a thousand dollars on tickets and not be able to park hop and do all of that stuff. So I imagine in their figuring out the numbers, they have more space. So this week they have opened up. You know, you know Nick, our friend Nick, who is yeah. Intercut, he actually just told me today that he has some dates in August. He randomly got three days that he could go to three different parks, but he doesn't know if he's going to do it. But he figured since he his pass expires at the end of August, he's going to book them just in case. Just but, in case he wants to go. Yeah, but that's, I mean, that's he's the first person that I've seen on anything that I follow that's like, oh, yeah, we just booked it. Pulled it up and there was availability. So that's a good sign. Like at least I think they're adjusting their numbers. So just to clarify. So if somebody wants to go, they have to, there's no more park hopping. No. You have to say, okay. For this year. 
for yes for this just yeah just they're for planning now. on bringing it back next year okay so let's say that joe and mary lunch bucket book a trip they're gonna stay at a hotel let's call them milk bags joe and mary milk bags <laughs> milk bag family and they book their hotel now mm. they they have to say i want to go to magic kingdom on monday i want to go to epcot on tuesday I, you have to reserve those days and there's no changing your mind is that right Unless you could find availability, I guess. I was going to say, time. that would be subject to availability. But yes, you do have to pick your days in advance. And you can do, I mean, we're telling people to do it right away just because we don't know. This is so new. We don't know. Um, are, are these things that are going to sell out, for lack of a better word, you know, yeah. immediately? You know, we're not sure. Um, but essentially, yes. I but guess the upside to doing Hollywood that Studios like seems like it's the only one that's like selling out or is doing so much sooner, presumably because of Galaxy's Edge. Right. Well, right. I mean, I did see a, a YouTube video for one of the people I follow that were like trying all day for like three different days and they could never get in because they only have three boarding times now. You know, did you mm -hmm. see how they're doing it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah, we like they couldn't, it. they couldn't get on on any of the days, and they were like, everything is sold out within like five seconds of the For turn Galaxy of the hour. Huh. Yeah, so that's well. And, I mean, have all you the guys talked about the difference in um, <clears throat> transportation starting that now, like rope drop? You, they're not doing rope drop anymore. Yeah. I, I'm really curious how that is going to impact because when we're even when we stay on property, we usually drive to the parks. Magic Kingdom is like 50-50 just because of dealing with the TTC parking lot and all that. But I'm really curious, how is that going to work? Because if they're letting people in from, say, walking from the Contemporary right at the park opening at 9, but the monorail doesn't start running until 9, by the time those people get there, you know what I mean? I, I'm really curious how it's going to work. How I haven't, I think I have to right see there. it to understand. So then, okay, so Joe and Mary lunch bag. No, milk, lunch milk, milk bag. bag. <laughs> milk bag. So, okay, so now they've they've booked their days. Yep. And then, um, but there's nothing that says, like, your Magic Kingdom day, but you can't come until 2 that afternoon. Like, everybody pre presumably could show up right at opening. Yeah. It's, or they have, you can come and go the same park the same day. Okay. You don't have a specific time. You're able to go into and leave and come back to the same park the same day. At this time, you just can't go from one park to, an to another. And I understand how that would be really difficult for scheduling purposes because then you would have to give them a time. Right. You know, if I say I'm going to do Magic Kingdom and Epcot today, I'm going to have to tell them when I'm going to be where. Right. So and I, then I'm not really understanding how that's going to work moving forward. Hopefully we don't have to do this much longer. <laughs> no, I know. I and guess then the upside no to these rules path. is the wait times aren't very long at anything. So you Yeah, can... they're super short. They have been, yeah. There's no... I think I saw somebody say that Flight of Passage was like 10 minutes or something. Oh, yeah. I, I saw that yesterday. And they asked if they wanted to do it again. <laughs> nice. Wow. That's amazing. Um, but there is no fast passes for right now, correct? Yes, so... they don't know when they're bringing those back. Yeah, which is going to be a mad rush because when they do bring it back, like, no, oh my God, I just did 100 
don't bring it back. No yeah. more fast passes. I don't mind fast passes if they did it like Disneyland, but I hate the fast pass system at Disney World. Well, yeah. you know, I think it depends on what the ride is. I remember the old fast pass system was still in place when Toy Story Mania first came about. And people online were calling it the running of the bulls. Yes, they would it run. It was the running of the bulls. I could not fathom dealing with the old fast pass system with flight of passage or anything in Galaxy's Edge. I mean, surely only 50% of your party is going to come out of it alive. I, <laughs> I mean, especially the Star Wars people. They are a hardcore. It's so weird because that's just a, like Disneyland's my home park. And I just have never seen that at Disneyland. Maybe people are just like more laid back. Like, I don't know. Like, they're all still high. I don't I know. I was going to say, maybe they're all high. But do you think, <laughs> yeah, they're all- I think Disneyland also probably, I, I don't know where I'm getting this from. I could be just making it up. But I think, I would think Disneyland has more locals, like just day trippers that, yes. you know. And I feel like. Once in a lifetime, oh my god, we have to do exactly. that. Like, John and I have been there in October at the first week, and it is nothing but people from out of town. It's like crazy, crazy packed. And I've also been there like 4th of July, and it wasn't locals. It's like the summers there are crazy, but during the week, it's mostly annual pass holders and then until like dinner time on friday but it's their weekends there i mean it's busy like disneyland is crazy busy all the time yeah um when just better behaved i guess when does disneyland reopen or has it already they haven't announced it still don't they were supposed to open up the anniversary on the 17th and they it's gone and they haven't they won't even announce like an almost date because they had California, it's, the whole it's of Orange, the, it's the state or the Orange the County, County never reverted like, yeah. back to everyone has to stay home. So healthy. <laughs> Great. We gonna go back to that again. Oy, kill me now. Well, it's like cruises. I mean, Disney cruises. When are those actually going to resume? They're Who canceling knows? them. I, they're canceling yeah. them one, you know, one month at a time, and they're saying. We, you know, we keep getting these emails. Okay, the Disney cruises through September are canceled, and then, then we're gonna hear, we're gonna hear about October next. I mean, even if even if it was safe enough, what are they gonna have? Three people on a ship? Who's gonna be willing to go? Are they gonna be yeah, willing to sail one, for just a couple of people? I have a cruise booked in February that I'm hoping for until October because I refuse to pay for it all, and then have them just say, "Oh, you can reschedule it." So I'm not gonna. Pay in full in October if I don't know that I'm going to be able to go for sure. I'm just going to get a refund. Yeah. yeah. Um, crazy times. Crazy times. Is it still, are they still doing, you would know this, Brittany, are they still doing um, dining reservations at like, what is it, 180 days or whatever it was? 60. It's now 60? Yes. It is, they're now doing, so there's no dining plans. Don't know when those are coming back. Um, so park hoppers are coming back in. January. Please never, <laughs> never. Park hoppers are coming back in January, but okay, that um, like. dining that they still like. don't know. And um, I was talking to Nancy about this, and I was like, "Why do you think the dining plan?" And she was thinking, "Well, a lot of it um, is the self service, the refill mugs. How do you keep that kind of thing sanitary?" Oh, yeah. um, and and with restaurants having more people spread out, there's going to be less availability. So if you're sure. paying for a dining plan, 
and right. they're still have such no available capacity. I'm paying for this plane and I can't even get a dining reservation. So yeah, so for right now they're doing no dining plans and 60 days out. I don't know if they're going to go back to 180. I know people a lot. People were pushing for shortening that for a long time. I I, I would I would love it to be shorter and I would love for the Disney dining plan I'd to love it be extinct. No dining just reservation. Go away. Yeah, I mean, only. day of, day of, you go to the Wait, World Information to the Kiosk. 50s? Who does that? No, <laughs> you go to the World Information Kiosk under Spaceship Earth. And you, you guys remember, though, we're, they're better behaved in California. They can do that there. In Disney World, we've established we are not that well behaved, <laughs> and we need order, and we need reservations. But no, if they bring fast passes back in 60 days, can you do both dining and fast pass on the same day? That's a lot. You're gonna have to take the day off of work to so book all that at one time. You know, this is, you know, this is the worst. I'm a travel agent, and we are, te- you know, usually the worst travelers because I don't, I hate to plan anything for myself. Like even when I go to Intercot stuff, I just show up, and I'm like, you know what? If I can get something, it's fine. Because I, don't, I can't just sit there and like stress out every day trying to get. Annual or fast passes, trying to get dining reservations. It's just, it's too much. This is why I like Disneyland because I'd never yep. have to worry. I love it too. Oh, I'll yep. stress out for you. I'm good at that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I am the kind of people store. that have a binder. Before I got an annual pass holder and before I became a Disney travel agent, I, I mean, I was like the binder. There were tabs. No. I was organized. No. No, okay. Binder around. Men are like what, that. I mean, if, if you think about going to Disney World, I mean, it's it's expensive. Like if it you're is. if you're dropping like three grand for your family to go on a vacation, if you don't have a plan, you you might as well just go camping because you're not going to be able to do anything. Really, camping. Camp at Disney. World. I I disagree completely because it was one of the last times my wife and I went there together. We didn't we had no plans. We didn't but. get any fast passes in advance until the day of. We got them the day of. We made reservations for dining or walking. Yeah, but with two people, day. that's a whole different world. And Brian, John, you're a different kids. clientele because I, I you would, you would be fine to show up that day and like eh, we didn't you get want to go to royal now. table. Or are you trying to get princess meet and greets? Yeah, I'm not doing that. The day no, of. So, but see, people that are like, this is our once this in a lifetime one time, time trip, and, and we would love to see all the big things. If you were like, eh, we didn't get to go we'll on come back next this month. time. Oh, well, we'll do it next time. Uh, right. I can't be, I can't be the theme park commando. I just can't do that. No. It's not in my nature. I think nature. this is why Ian's so grumpy, because with his 85 kids, he has to plan. And he I know. This is true. <laughs> it is and true. And this is why we call. You can't have nice things. What? A magical journey. That's, That's right. right. Wait, hold on. There we go. <laughs> there you go. Down, down there. There you oh, go. Just... <laughs> Look at Michael's even like looking in that direction. It really is like the Brady Bunch wouldn't do that. I know it is. Oh, but you okay. have to look the opposite direction. It's just weird. It is. <laughs> yeah, um, I know it is. Wait. How do I do that? Like that? Okay. Wait, this I'm way. like looking out the window here. It doesn't Hi, Michael. Make sense. Hi, Michael. That's hard to do. Not translating for audio. Tell us how about how long you've been at Magical Journeys. Yes, and- give us your scoop. Um, I have been there about five ish years. Nancy would probably say it feels like twenty. Um, so. <laughs> 
I always booked my trips myself. Mm -hmm. You might, I mean, this might surprise you a bit of a control freak with the binder, but I had a complicated trip where I was doing a split stay and I wasn't sure how best to split up the tickets. And I saw on Intercot um, that you guys recommended Magical Journeys. So then I reached out to them and I was just randomly Mm -hmm. assigned to Kathy Peacock and she was fantastic and I love her. And I kind of stuck with her after that. And then when I saw they were hiring, Mm -hmm. I applied and actually Kathy ended up being my, like I was the junior agent. She was my senior agent um, for the first couple of years. So yeah, it was kind of crazy like that. And then it just happened to be a small world that Nancy and I both happened to be med techs working in a lab that then did this. And now I do both. So what kind of things, because yeah, there are a lot of people out there that like to do it hands-on and they like to plan their own thing. What advantages? I know what I tell people about why they should go with Magical Journeys, but you give us the little, why should somebody call an agent such as yourself to like, just let us do it? So it's, I think it's really good because for it's fine for the control freaks, right? Like you can still do your dining and fast pass however you want. You know, you still, with my Disney experience, it's so, it's so easy now. Um, But if you have the tough questions, you know, if you're not sure how to do the split stays, um, that kind of thing, and how to work your tickets, um, a big thing for people is promotions. When they are released, we automatically take care of them. Uh, The last one was, I don't even remember what it, well, I, I don't think it was a promotion. I think it was when Disney reopened and we were like a month ago or so. And we, um, we were trying to move clients around. I'm not kidding you. I sat on hold for three hours. I was working in the lab that day. Thankfully, I had an earbud in and just one and they were okay with it. I sat on hold for three hours. I got to talk to somebody and he didn't know how to do what I was doing was moving a client from a closed resort to an open one. He said, can I put you on a brief hold? I'm like, oh, brief. Okay. Um, That's how it starts. And um, thankfully, they weren't able to do that before you had to speak with guest services. And Nancy had sent out an email that morning and told us, yes, they can too. They They were told how the email came out this morning. So if they say they don't know how, tell them to check their email. So I was like, and he's like, I don't know if I can do it. I'm like, oh, yes, you can. I was on hold for three hours. Don't you even with me. And they, um, and he's like, yeah, I just have to ask my manager. Okay. So he asked his manager, I was home for 10 minutes and he comes back as he's picking up the phone. He hung up on me. (gasps) I cried. I was at work. I was crying. I was so stressed out. I was like, are you kidding me? And I gave him like a couple of minutes. I'm like, maybe he'll call back. He didn't call back. Sat on hold for another two hours and 50 minutes and got somebody. And I was like, Before I say anything, if we disconnect, will you call me back? And she's like, well, we're only allowed to call you back if we're already in the middle of working on your reservation. And then we have to get a manager approval. So that's why he didn't call me back. And and she said, but I have a really good rating today. I haven't lost anybody yet. And then she took care of it. So I was on hold for six hours that day. Total. For one thing. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's a really big perk for our clients. Yeah, better you than us. It's, it's terrible. And the, on um, those days. So, so yeah. So what I always tell people is why they want to book with Magical Journeys is because you might be the most on top of things person. But 
you're not checking every single day if there's a new discount code, mm-hmm. but Magical Journeys is. Yeah. So right. then you will just automatically apply it and send an email and be like, guess what? You just saved some more money. We already yeah. automatically applied it. And that's now, how I got hooked with Kathy. She emailed me one day and was like, I upgraded your room and your new total is this saving you like $1,200. And yeah. I was like, you can come live with me if you want. I'll marry you. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was fantastic. And I then, had no idea released for somebody who is like a total noob and does not is not a big planner you guys can also help them with like okay so now that we've got your hotel done yes we spell it out exactly this is, i tell them the date dining yep i'll say this is the date you book your dining this is how to do it here are my recommendations here are some um, a, here's a link to some ratings and reviews. This is the date that you have to do your fast passes back when those existed. Um, and, you know, and so on and so forth. And do you want me to make a room request on your behalf, um, a building request, whatever it is. So yeah, we can take care of all of that. And it's, it's so much easier than doing it yourself. I've been on both sides of it. It is so much easier well, having an like agent I, do it. Jen down here below me jen and i have been going to disney world since the 70s 80s yeah we were babies um so we know how to plan all this but why would we when i can have somebody do it and the cool thing is that i think people are worried because oh it's disney it does not cost a red penny to use magical journeys. Right. It will never be more. We don't charge a fee. So we're an earmarked agency, which means Disney has to approve of the agency. We have to do some trading online. Every year we have to renew that. Um, we get paid by Disney. We don't get paid by the client. Disney pays us. So it it's it will never cost more if, right. for you to use us. So and we don't have to go take a tour of like a timeshare or something in Daytona <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> you don't have to do that. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can if you want. But you don't, right. have to. don't expect me to set that up. I don't set up timeshare. I don't no. set up timeshare walkthroughs. Oh, no. good. But Disney would be glad to have you do yes. one of their timeshare walkthroughs. Yes, so, yes. You know, I've done that there. there. I've done that there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, that's awesome. So there you go, people. Now you yes. know why you should choose Magical Journeys. They will do as much or as little as you need them to. And yeah, if you and guys I mean- want to watch, I have a YouTube channel, Brittany, for Magical Journeys. I'm heading there in like a week and a half, mm-hmm. provided I... Wait, plug? We'll just say... Yes. Sorry. Um, I, I'm okay. heading there. No so I always do um, like room tours and ho- like resort walkthroughs and things like that. So okay. if you guys um, are stuck at home or stuck in Canada, you can live vicariously through me and sweat with me <laughs> through my mask in the 100 degree or what? 37 degrees. Did we say that is Celsius? Yeah. Roughly, yeah. 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 30 yeah. some odd <laughs> degrees. And you're going to do the Grand Floridian walkway tour. Yes. And I will time it. You know, when I, that's funny you mentioned that because on my, for my clients, I, when I've been staying at these different hotels, um, I've been timing things. So for example, when we stayed at Caribbean beach, I timed how long it took to get from my room to the Skyliner. And then from the, the Skyliner stop to the stop at Riviera, and then at Epcot, I, I timed every which way and I timed how long it took me to walk from the contemporary to the Magic Kingdom. So I kind of get those numbers. Um, but now apparently I'm 
I don't know where you have me walk everywhere, walk all over the place so that you want to know how long it takes you to get to your car from Space Mountain. Just get me to like when you're to like <laughs> parked in the last row, villains or whatever it is. <laughs> no, just get me to like where the trams would be at the, the tram stop. Got yeah. it. And then I'll be forever grateful. <laughs> so, so follow along with Brittany and uh, also uh, Janet's going to be in the parks over the next few days. So be sure and watch for that on our social media channels at Intercot uh, on the Twitters, the Instagrams, the we'll tell you what, it, what restaurants are open because apparently stuff. not many. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it, you know, <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> maybe, maybe you might want to. Where are we going to eat a tuna fish sandwich, John? <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm kind of upset about it. Are the churro it's cards refreshing still open? Tuna fish I mean, sandwich. that's what I want to know. Can I still get a churro? Oh, I wonder. Yeah, that's a good idea. I guess the carts. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I know. Are the carts there? Are they still there? I don't even know. Have we found this out? I'm not sure we have. We need exactly. a spot reporter. <laughs> but if the churro carts aren't open, there's no point. Live from the scene. Churro. Yeah, you, you see, you guys, I could, I could, I could call in live on location. <laughs> just in. Yes, breaking The lunching pad is open. I mean, it's just in. <laughs> in. <laughs> yeah, the lunching pad is open. Oh I have never goodness. been there, for the record. Oh, uh, the lunching pad? You never got you never got a big uh, turkey stick thing or whatever. It's a, it's a turkey leg, not a turkey, turkey leg. stick. Is it? <laughs> Didn't somebody say I'm they're not actually turkey I'm watching... legs? They're like emu legs or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm distracted. I'm watching a palmetto bug crawl up my wall. Genetically, can you imagine how make an emu leg? They should do that in in have a Dino Land. Palmetto bug. Oh yeah, yeah that would be that would be like red stone size. Like four feet intercot consulting. Yeah, wait, hold on. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. Mm. For so the whole we... family. Just one for the whole family. You're good. Everybody. <laughs> nice. Do we do we do we hit all of our topics? I think we, we might sure have. Did, John, we sure did. I think we did. Um, hey, I'm gonna throw something out there, and this will be one of those things I think I'm gonna try and throw it out on. Looking up like the I know, because there's a damn there's a huge flying bug. It's huge. I don't know where it came from. Sometimes we have horrible bugs here in South Carolina. Like they're this big. I mean, it's yeah, like going to Florida. Florida is the same way. If you've probably seen that, they're like birds. The state bird of <laughs> South Carolina is the uh, palmetto bug. June bug. It's essentially is a cockroach. Anyway, uh, no. Hey, I'm just. I was going to throw out there, much like uh, Brittany had mentioned at one point uh, when Magical Journeys was hiring and things like that. At uh, intercot.com, I'm looking for someone to uh, help work on the website right now. So uh, we've got some work we need to do, and we need to transition the site into something different. Uh, uh, from a WordPress standpoint and things like that. So basically, if you're uh, in the mood to help out a bunch of fellow Disney geeks and um, you know something about WordPress and uh, you're willing to work for little to no money, <laughs> but a whole lot it's of credit. basically churros. Well, and a whole lot of commodities. <laughs> You know, come on board. Uh, <laughs> send me a note. Drop, drop us a, drop us a line in the PM uh, and stuff like that. Uh, we've got a bunch of work to do over the next probably year uh, or less. So throwing that out there, just a, just one of those things. 
So, Brittany, thank you so much for coming thank on. Thank you. Yes, yes. Thank you for having me. And, and Magical Journeys, of course, been a sponsor of Intercat since almost since we were online. They were, uh, I've known Nancy for almost the whole time that we've been online. Um, so been really great, uh, having her as a partner all these years. I realize times are crazy right now. It's been tough for everybody to make money, travel agents, everyone else, quite frankly, my son's still technically unemployed or furloughed right now. So yeah, it's a, it's a tough time for everybody. So now, like I said, now more than ever, it's, it's the time to support the people that help us bring the magic to you. And that includes Nancy, her staff, and of course, Brittany right here. Uh, give them a call. If uh, you've got some vacation planning stuff you want to do and you want to head out. And another thing is um, the folks at Magical Journeys don't just do Disney. Okay. Nancy is one of the hugest fans, by the way, of Universal. She around. is. Yes. Uh, She's a big Universal so, nut. But uh, other types of vacations as well. They, they just call them. Just call them. Say, hey, this is crazy. I want to do this. And uh, worst case. <laughs> and uh, we can book Universal and yes, Disney trips. Yeah, I know. Yeah, right? Amazing. And, and Disney Cruise. and I know. Awesome. Right? What about the Arabian Nights show in <laughs> downtown Kissimmee? Can you help me get there? <laughs> what is that called? I, medieval Times. Yeah. No, I think medieval times. There was Arabian Nights. There was yeah. a whole bunch of things at, at one time or another that <laughs> sure uh, used to go, go on. <laughs> That's the whole reason I want to go to Florida. I've yes. been to those shows. Have Never you? Were they any good? Yeah, I've uh, been to one in California. Interesting, interesting. <laughs> medieval times, Arabian Nights. Yeah, all those guys. Yeah, I mean, sometimes the dinner shows are interesting. Food's not usually that great. Of it. Buffalo well, I mean, Bill you're Wild West shows while you're eating. So, yeah, it's I mean, it's kind of great. like. But then again, I don't know. The Canadians like uh, Golden Corral. So, I mean, it's kind of like <laughs> we don't Golden have Corral buffets up with here, the dinner okay? show. I don't know that there'll be buffets anymore. <laughs> you know, yeah, Nancy, line up Nancy, at the trough. Nancy says Gatorland. Yes. Gatorland, yes. I think Nancy wants me to point out that they have um, an annual pass. Gatorland, Gatorland has an annual pass. Yeah. Really? How many times does... Uh, <laughs> all... The I mean, sometimes you get enough of the reptiles. Oh, oh, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> She's crazy. It's the shit. home of Gatorland and Carol Baskin. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you Carol go. Carol Baskin. <laughs> nice. Uh, but yeah, wherever your travels are taking you, Magical Journeys can help you get there. So uh, give them a call. Uh, definitely. And uh, I think uh, that's about it for us. Another episode of the Intercot Insider Live Disney podcast in the can. Just want to thank again, Brittany from Magical Journeys, Jen from Canada, Carolyn from Canada, Michael Montanez from somewhere, Seattle, somewhere, somewhere, who knows, somewhere out in space. Uh, And myself, John, I am still John. From Hilton Head Island, South Carolina. It's pointing to me. It's funny. Uh, thanks for joining us, and thanks for hanging with us for our 23 years online. Uh, we appreciate it, and look forward to joining you back in the park soon. Can't wait till we can do a big uh, meetup again somewhere down the line in the future. So stay tuned, and we'll try and do this on a more regular basis. Michael's pushing us to do that anyway. I might go for three people. I don't know. Yeah. Oh. I know, maybe it just could happen. Go for the turkey. 
So thanks for tuning in. And uh, we're 135 episodes in, so there's plenty of stuff to go back and listen to. If you're bored, download the podcast, join us on social media, and head on over to intercot.com and join in the discussions. That's all I've got for now. Yay! Yay. Bye now. Bye. Bye. Now, Brittany, this is the part where we just sit and listen to we the music. We just sit the so long. We're still live, but we just sit here. I should have started it earlier. No, we have to start it like time. halfway through. Otherwise, we I'm saying you have to start it like 45 minutes into the podcast. Mm. <laughs> just like, let's go. It's not that long. <laughs> oh, it is. No, and then and then John tells us when the big drum finish is happening. Yeah, so we're coming there. It's coming up. Okay, pretty soon. Like it sounds like the drums in Outpost and Rose Bye bye. Bye bye. now. Where is it? Bye now. Here it comes. Ready? Yeah. That is really fun. (laughs) Thanks, everybody. Bye Bye. now. Bye. 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 Bye.